I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And this, this is That Other F Word. And the jackass of the week goes to... I don't know. There's so many. Mitch Wheeler. <laughs> nope. Not even close. I quit. I quit. I mean, we can't even get past the damn introductions. Well, you shouldn't quit because we saved talking about Matt Gates slash Gatesgate for you because you asked us to. Oh, Matt. We love you so much. When you went on vacation, you said, you're saving Matt Gates for me, right? You better bet your butt you we are. <laughs> you better bet your butt. <laughs> Speaking of butts, Matt Gates. <laughs> Everyone. So, what have I done with my life? <laughs> something wrong. Something very wrong if you're here with us today. Or what did you do in your last life? Maybe that's what you need mm. to do. I think you should be thinking about how, what you did right to get graced with our presence, <laughs> even from afar, personally. All right. So what's going on with Matt Gates? If you haven't heard, then I'm not sure, but let's talk about it, Ren. Well, I'm sure there's people who haven't. Um, it's probably not the most important story going on right now. Like it's probably down the list, right? But he is um, a congressman from Florida's first district. He comes from, you know, a, he comes from like a political family. Oh, by the way, the first district and where he is, is basically Southern Alabama. Just giving, gonna go ahead and give you a geographical uh, location there. The Panhandle? Mm-hmm. South Alabama, got it. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard of this story, you have probably still heard of Matt Gates because he was a close Trump ally and he is one of the like, you know, like if you saw a congressional hearing and then there was a, like a young semi Kendall handsome looking guy Out. being really douchey, Out that was he, likely he, Matt Gates. He, he looks a lot guy. like if Wally Cleaver became a used car salesman <laughs> or owned a strip club. He's one of the jackasses after the Capitol riots got up to speak. Um, and quite frankly, I didn't know him until then, because I don't care about anything in the panhandle of Florida. Yeah, I think I was like, I probably wouldn't have been able to pick him out of a lineup. Before I had no idea. This. And then he spoke. And then I wanted to, I was enraged by him speaking at, after the Capitol riots. So, you know, while he is being all self-righteous on TV and in congressional hearings, um, he there was actually an investigation started on him on, in the during the Trump administration, despite the fact that he was definitely one of Trump's closest allies. Um, apparently, Bill Barr didn't even want to be seen with him, which I find interesting. Um, so he's being investigated, and you guys jump in and correct me if I'm messing up any details here. But basically, there's probably a lot of things he's being investigated for, but the primary one or the first one was um, sex trafficking. And what they mean specifically by that is transporting a minor across state lines for the purposes of having sex with them. And in this case, we're specifically talking about a 17 year old. Rewind real fast. What's funny about that, or not funny. Um, I was gonna say, what's funny? <laughs> Come on. Being sarcastic. But in 2017, he was the lone vote against sex tra- a bill well, you gotta vote for your interests right <laughs> i wonder why right oh my god because this dick is probably been trafficking girls since before 2017 okay go ahead well there's lots of like 
you know, he actually had like a public Venmo. And so there was lots of like, I guess, uh, records of him like paying $900 to this guy who then paid $900 to a lady for supposed sexual activities. And there are people that actually were working with him um, that are turning and now testifying or, you know, working with the Department of Justice in their investigation. Um, also worth mentioning, he was known for um, showing naked pictures and videos of women, supposedly that he had hooked up with, um, on the floor of the house to other legislators, like showing it off. Now, in a regular place of business, that is disgusting behavior that would get you reported to HR. In Congress, eh, apparently, like <laughs> the state capital that we hold so dear, dear, not so big a deal. Um, well, we so don't anymore. We break its windows out, climb the sides, and well, we we now live in a world where someone pooped on the floor. I was just gonna say it. Who gets the capital? So it's fine. Anymore. It's fine. Um, nothing. He's also now, I think part of the investigation is him, um, you know, going to these like sex parties where with lobbyists and all these other like disgusting things. Um, I'm not anti-sex party. You do what you want, but let's not stand on a conservative platform while let's just leave the lobbying out of it then. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Sex like party, you do you, you. I don't care. But Mr. Holier than thou, when you want to be super like conservative on certain shit like that and then vote against sex trafficking and traffic girls, like let's just pick a lane, bro. Pick one. Right. My he opinion. also um is so here is his political philosophy. I was reading an article where he was talking about like how to be a mover and a shaker. And basically, he's not a monk. His rules, you know, he's not a monk, he's a congressman. Okay? Clearly, they're fluid. <laughs> his rules were not hooking up with um staff members oh, or good. journalists which he didn't hold tight to that rule at first apparently well they're they're also all over age got it uh-huh it's why uh-huh, sure. they're over 18 mm-hmm. um yeah he's disgusting he basically judges how good a politician is how how much they're doing for the people by how much screen time they get oh, good. um i will say apparently he is against accepting donations from PACs, but because <laughs> probably because he has a very wealthy family. He can, you know, have the luxury of that. But also he thinks he doesn't need to pay for advertising when he can just go talk on Fox News. Mm-hmm. Because if you're a talking head, that means you're really doing the most for the people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically um, he's a tool, not to be disrespectful to tools. Um, that is insulting to the rest of the tools of the world. <laughs> he also, in probably the best work Tucker Carlson's ever done went on Fox news on Tucker Carlson show, which is of course the, like, you know, it's the new O'Reilly. It's the new Hannity. It's where tons of conservatives get their information. And he went on and he was defending himself. He claims that his family was being extorted for of course, no reason he didn't do anything, but they were being extorted for $25 million from a former government official who needed the money to get some former FBI agent out of, a bad situation overseas and that the this, person had connections in the Biden administration and was going to try to get him a pardon. The story that he told was so convoluted. It was like listening to a middle schooler try to talk their way out of breaking a lamp. 
<laughs> no, I, look, I mean, look, the the lamp is broken. I get that. But, like, I was in the other room. This condor fucking flew in to the house through the window. <laughs> and, you know, and then it kind of, like, picked up my sister and threw her at the lamp. It busted. I only had time to fix the window before a gorilla busted in, grabbed the condor, started punching it in the face, and then I got a broom and got him out of here, Mom. I'm sorry about the lamp. It was a it was a, a, a California condor. I imagine Mitchell telling stories much like that when he was a child, by the way. Um, so I think that's why you could channel it so well, because it's just actually fact that you told that story once. But you're right. But this is the difference with a grown man in an elected role. Um, yeah, great. It, it just, it made no sense whatsoever. So, but people, people believed it. People I know believe it. And right. Women, you know, yeah. Now, now and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Lynn, I, or Ren, I don't know if you have this as We've a met, list. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, <laughs> combining words, I'm getting fired up. So <laughs> the, the, his story went something, uh, and I'm, 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 I'm going to try to get this as correct as I possibly can. There was a POW that was being held by Iran, I believe is the story. And so somebody in Iran reached out to Matt Gates's father and said, we want $25 million dollars. If you'll give us $25 million, we'll release this POW, let Matt take credit for it, get the bump in political leanings, and it'll get him a full pardon. That's the way but I but understand. Really, he asked for a pardon from Trump and didn't get it. He asked for a preemptive pardon mm-hmm. from Trump. Like, hey, you think I can get a pardon just to kind of keep in the back pocket in case uh, anything happens, like sex trafficking, I don't know. But so then it was, it's like, they reach out to your father? Why would they reach out to your father as a broker for- more money. But the, the- it's also convoluted and then at some point you have to go why are you so concerned about a pardon if you haven't done the things that you're being accused of you keep talking about how you it was all being blackmailed and extorted to get a pardon what the fuck did you need a pardon for well he did declare on tucker carlson that he of course doesn't need a pardon so it's weird that he would ask for one right but get out of jail free in case i do mess up because i probably will get caught for trafficking well Um, in case any of these crazy liberals like bill barr who by the way not a liberal um (laughs) tries to pin anything on me was amazing in the tucker carlson interview that he twice tried to bring tucker carlson in with him like, I think the first time he said, you know, you know how terrible it is when someone accuses you of something like this. You know, it's awful. And Tucker Carlson was like, well, you're making reference to something 20 years ago that didn't happen and was like a mentally ill person who I never met. Um, okay, though. Uh, <laughs> and then later tried to talk about a woman who he had been seeing two years ago who 
Tucker had been to dinner with him and his wife. And, and he was like, yeah, I don't remember the context or the person you're speaking of at all. Post-interview, Tucker Carlson said, well, that was the weirdest interview I've ever done. If and that's Tucker the same Carlson, song. The current, like, voice of the right thinks you're a kookadoo. You're beyond. You're beyond, sir. And I think that he is just, I mean, he's brazen, disrespectful, and ridiculous. You're, th- you're watching what happens when a narcissist finds themselves in a position where they're losing control. Is this also not, though, like kind of how the our former um, you know, leader kind of set the, the next, the, like the GOP that like, so in order now for the GOP to exist, these characters have to, um, because if not, it splits. Yeah. I mean, truly. So there's, you know, the Trumplicans and then there's the others. And I mean, I'm just saying like our current, our front former administration started this kind of idea, right? Like made this the norm. You just say whatever the fuck comes to your mind, whether there's fact-based information that supports it or not. If you felt it, if you felt like it, you needed to say it, then yes, it needed to be said. You write the story and you talk loud enough that the cameras are pointed at you. That's right. That's basically the strategy. Right. And so, so he's not, you know, this is a, he's a, he's a create, he's a symptom of, <laughs> he's continuing symptom. Like we talked about, you know, former administration, right? And well, so Mitch just- sent us an article this morning about this. Well, do you want to, do you want to say what it was, Mitch? No, go ahead. Our, yeah, our, the latest fun. Yeah, was he a state or local official? Uh, it was in Wisconsin, right? I only read the headline. Oh, oh no, no I, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm so kidding. kidding. I'm absolutely kidding. Jesus. I mean, I know you didn't because you've been joking about some things that were in the article all morning. Oklahoma okay. State Senator. So he made this weird joke about how you can't drink a milkshake with a paper straw unless you're Kamala Harris because of how she got into politics. Let's rewind. This guy's such a stupid dick that he on Earth Day purposefully put a bill forward that would ban paper straws. Like just being contrary for the sake of contrary. Like you're literally a fucking idiot. So like the whole reason why he even said it was because of that level of fuckery so it only, gets, it only gets better and so then he basically implies kamala sucked her way to the top get the fuck out of here right which also implies that the entire reason he put forth this bill is so that he could drink milkshakes easier mm-hmm. is it bad that i want a milkshake right now no, I've wanted one ever since I read the word milkshake. Well, I don't know if you're aware of this, but mine brings my- all the boys to the yard. I didn't mean to get um, that started. That sounds really old, by the way. You know, that sounds a lot older than all of us are thinking. Keep going. I'll so, look up what year, by the way. So yeah, so the joke is A, not funny, but B, what it's saying is incredibly sexist and misogynistic. What he's saying is 
she could only get to where she is being vice president of the United States, the first vice president of the United States, the first person of color vice president of the United States uh, by giving blowjobs. You can go fuck yourself. She has more experience than you could ever dream of, you dumb little asshole. Sorry. Than him. More, more experience than him. Mm-hmm. Who is a state senator. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with being a state senator. He's literally forgotten more shit than he'll know. Absolutely. But, and, and let me go back to your point about it not being funny. From a comedic point of view, from someone who has written jokes, who has like done comedy, someone who, for the most part, can tell if something's funny. It's not a funny joke. It's, it's not, not funny. funny. It's not good. The delivery is off. The, the setup is garbage. And it's, it's, it's a joke my dad would make. It's a joke yeah. my granddad would make. It's, it's, a, it's just a, it's a locker room joke that anybody could come up. It's nothing. Like, there's no... I don't know how to explain it. Like a good joke, you get your setup and the punchline is misleading. Like you, you know, you can get somebody set up and then that punchline, the point is not to take them exactly where you think that you're going with it, but to give them something completely different. But saying, well, the garden hose wouldn't work, but I bet she could suck a golf ball through it (laughs) is not funny. Like that's, it's just this tired old joke of, well, I bet she could suck a ping pong ball through a straw. You know, it's it's not, it's so old. It's so unoriginal. It's not, it's objectively not funny. It's a it's a really misogynistic old dad joke is what you're saying. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be funny well, if like we said you, you sucked your way into being our producer. Yeah. Right. That'd be funnier. I mean, Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle say things that I disagree with all the time. And they're two of my favorite comedians because when they say that stuff, it makes me laugh. Like there's a difference between I'm an asshole and I'm saying something to and trying to put it in a funny way because I think I'm hilarious and I'm a comedian who's funny. Well, okay. Also, let's (laughs) let's say this when and comedians, I will say are getting like shit for a lot of stuff they're saying on a stage. It's not necessarily true. And I don't know how, I think, I think we're the whole outrage thing needs to, we need to be done. People have been making jokes about shit that you got to stop like picking at these people, but like they're actually comedians. That's their job. His job is not that his job is not to make jokes. His job is to like make laws and serve his constituents and his community and making that joke is inappropriate because that's not, again, like, you know, they'd be the same as just going in and perform brain surgery, not your job. Let's think about it that way. Let's just stick to let the comedians be comedians and you probably just do your job. Wildly inappropriate. Like I mean, under, like it's, this is a workplace and you're making jokes about somebody. Well, even like, if it wasn't that, don't make jokes. You're just at your fucking job. Your job isn't to make jokes. I don't want to hear our mayor making jokes. Yeah, no. leave that to Mike Huckabee on his talk show. <laughs> but again, at least that guy's on a, a show where you talk, like we can talk about shit. Like that's what we're here to do. Your job is to do the law, not to, you know, I mean, you know, like literally serve your community. Doesn't involve joke telling. 
So here was his response. Breaking. If you think I'm going to be politically correct, you need to realize a few things. By the way, his name is Nathan Dom. Um, one, you obviously know nothing about me. No, I know. No, we don't because you're a state senator in Oklahoma. Literally nobody knows you. Two, you're in for a bad time. Well, if it's concerning you, I would assume that that's just true across the board. (laughs) See, that was funny. Three. (laughs) (laughs) You've been told it. Go ahead. We're getting to the point. Three, I've been assured my jokes are hilarious. Who, by your mom? By your mama? By By the guys in the golf locker room? That's, mm mm-hmm. Four, your emotional opinions are irrelevant. I'm not emotional about this. Well, you're a douchebag. I was just going to say, I actually, that's the one line where I'm like, you know, all you politicians, I wish you would just do your jobs and stop being so fucking emotional. Right. Like, well, well, here's what's interesting. Is... I don't actually, that one, I'm, I'm kind of like, that was the le- that was the most lucid of the comments. Let's say that. But <laughs> So here's the things. First of all, if you have to tell people you're funny, you're not funny. <laughs> like I'm sorry. If you have to explain the joke, it's not funny. Uh, and not every joke is funny to everybody. Right. Uh, secondly, by saying that by posting this and saying your emotional response is in uh, irrelevant you're a hypocrite because that's your emotional response to somebody exactly telling you that right. you're not funny. Yeah. So your oh, emotional yeah. response to somebody going, bro, that's not funny. That's, that's actually bad objectively. And it's wrong to say it like that's somebody giving you facts. And then you say, well, Kara, I've been told I'm funny. That's your emotional response mm-hmm. to being told you're not funny. Absolutely. It's, 100%. This isn't about being politically correct either. This is about like being not appropriate. It's about being not inappropriate. You're being inappropriate for your job. I can't. You're not a celebrity. You're not a comedian. You're an elected official. Get your shit together. It's a right. It's a job. Like you're forgetting you answer to people. And some of the people you answer to don't appreciate that. I can't just tell. I couldn't say that to my clients. Can you imagine in your job if someone, a, like a customer or a client, said, uh, "If you expect me to be politically correct, you're in for a bad time." Yeah, I'm Pink sure slip. everyone you work with would really appreciate that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's the only job, literally, where you can just say and do whatever you want and have absolutely no repercussions. Well, I think that there. The reason I wanted to talk about him while we're talking about Matt Gates is I do think that in surely this existed before Trump, but now, especially in the pro-Trump era and, and during the Trump era, um, there are these like young white misogynist douchebags who think they just run shit, who think that they just inherited the fucking earth. It's and, their last grasp. And Look, we've talked, we've been talking about this for years. They know that middle-aged white men are out that women of color are the new in and they're grasping at whatever they have left with every, every ounce of what they can. With and the I, few you know, that are like, left. It's like Kavanaugh. Right. You know, 
everybody revolves around these white men and their emotions and what they want and their careers and their ambitions and their timelines and their lives. And the rest of us can just go fuck ourselves with our politically correct expectations and emotions. And we're not really the emotional ones. And it is, it's truly, it's, it's the grasps of a dying man. It's the, it's, it is, it's literally the last of it. That's why. By the way, I'm not saying all white, uh, you know, this is all white men, not even all white male politicians are like this. No, but this, this group, this group of like mid to late 30 year olds in the, in the GOP are very much that. They're exempt from the rules. You want to go after Hunter Biden, who I don't know if Hunter Biden did anything wrong or not. He wasn't running for president. Um, (laughs) uh, But like, you want to go after him with all the shit you're doing, your lobbyist sex parties, and your time grabbing under eye concealer in your office bullshit. And your contribution to society is banning paper straws. You talk about the GOP wants less government oversight. We want Uh more freedoms. Well, you can fuck off with your plastic straws. You have to use plastic or paper straws. You you have to use plastic or metal or Twizzlers. It's all, that's what I, that's my point. And it's all when it's convenient. It's, they, they haven't, right. they haven't picked a lane. You know, it's just, it's good. It's just the, they're, they have picked a lane. I'm sorry. They picked it's, to be contrary, whatever it is, they're going to be contrary, whether it matters or not, whether they care about it or not. They're like, well, if this liberal said it, then oh, I'm going to say the opposite. I don't even know what it means, but I'm going to say the opposite. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's just what they've decided to do. We're in so much trouble. <laughs> nah, they're they're out. Like I said, this is the last the last desperate steps of of a of a group of people who are irrelevant. They're going to be irrelevant. They know they're going to be irrelevant. It scares the shit out of them too. Ah, Felicia. Mm-hmm. But they're they're going. This is it. This is their last hurrah. Don't worry. Everybody, it's fine. Run for office. You're not a white man. <laughs> here's the good news. Here's the good news is that when we get rid of them, we will have such an amazing influx of great comedians coming out of Congress and into the stand-up yeah. clubs and stuff like that. And we are all just going to be belly laughing at Matt. <laughs> no, not Matt Gates, but... They, yes, no. because they've all. No, been but he's gonna he's gonna have some really good stories to tell. Like I hope he gets into like screenwriting with that uh, prisoner of war bullshit. It's listen, they've been assured they're hysterical. He's the next John Spielberg. God help us all. Can you imagine being a white male and like your whole life you just take it for granted that you're amazing? I know that not all white males are like that because I'm married to one who I, I have to tell him how great he is not how smart he is he thinks he's brilliant but mm. um I, I cannot I genuinely cannot imagine growing up with that amount of privilege yeah and that lack of self-awareness consequential behavior or yeah. consequences in general yeah well, well they- I will say there there are white women like this too 
You sure. don't mean oh, for sure. like this. What were like, the consequences though? They had no consequences and they still got to be white at the end of the day, white and rich. So what yeah. are the, why would they give a shit? Why would, you know what I mean? Come on. You get to stay white and rich at the end of the day. So why should you ever be better? You never had to be. <laughs> I mean, uh, I will say I wanted to mention, I, I saw an article about a white, uh, of course, Republican female in Congress who was, you know, shocked to find out that her male counterparts were misogynistic um, and offended that in a meeting when they were talking about Liz Cheney opposing Trump and being, you know, pro impeachment and whatnot, um, that it was like seeing your girlfriend in the opposing school stands at a football game. And she had to say, she's not your girlfriend. And she was offended by that lady. If that is what's offensive to you, I mean, it's not great. It's not great. She's not your girlfriend. Um, but if that's, what's offensive to you, maybe you should sit down and do a little reading. (laughs) So I hate to, I mean, I hate to break it to everybody also, not just conservative white men or misogynists. That's yeah. Go ahead and throw that out there. We got lots of them. Misogynists aren't even all male. It turns out. That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) It's a great fun time. Well, yay. I think we've officially worn ourselves out. It's also one more reason Florida's awful. It's a lawless wasteland. People from Florida are horrible people. (laughs) Blow it off the earth. (laughs) There's too many now. We got a bunch of landlocked, like Oklahoma, us. We, We can't literally just get rid of them now. So what do we do? Like we're right in the middle. What do we do, Mitchell? I don't know. Burn it down. Um, <laughs> Burn it down. Um, it's 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 just disheartening to see this, and I, I mean the it's comical to me to see things ha- like this happen. In that I'm just looking at it, like especially with Matt Gates, where I'm I'm like, while I understand that there is a major problem here. I'm just looking at this dude who could not make himself look more guilty than he was doing. Like everything that he did to claim his innocence or to be like, no, I didn't do that. Just was, it it was like, bro, just shut up. Like if, like, I'm not, you just look so dumb and like, everyone is is running away from you right now like everyone's like no nah, i don't i don't know that dude i did think that trump won't come out and speak for him no because he just kept on talking and talking and talking and talking oh, because and he it's loves like himself and he loves to hear himself talk like none of the things that you have said have remained consistent first off secondly there's receipts motherfucker <laughs> there are receipts Check my travel log. I didn't do anything. Well, here's your travel log. And, uh, you know, it's like you find this grown-ass man who's accused of a crime, and he's like, I didn't do that. You don't believe me? Call my mom. You call my mom. I I keep getting your condor gorilla story in my head. No, and then (laughs) 
when call my mom doesn't work, then he's like, no, no, no. It was this other thing that I'm making up as I go, hoping that the people involved in this will back me up and like when they're asked about it, but at no point does he realize he's not standing in his parents' kitchen. He's on national fucking TV. Like, it's it's beyond me to see this happen and then to see people buy it or to see that it keeps happening and that these people with all of this privilege and all of this money and wealth and generational wealth, let me rephrase that as well, yes. that just they get to these positions that where we were recently talking about um, – crap it doesn't matter anyways uh they get to these positions that they're not necessarily qualified for but they've been groomed for that's right Mm -hmm. so they don't have an agenda it's just another way to carry on the family legacy and to keep the family in power and influence and they don't do anything that's right it's just inherited all of it's inherited their wealth their positions their lives everything right but they're politicians because they were raised as politicians. Mm-hmm. Even though, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's that old trope in movies where the CEO of a company is like getting ready to die and he's, his son is a complete buffoon. And the assistant who's been with the company all this time is like, yeah, we can't let this motherfucker take over the company. He will run this into the ground. He no, wants to make... Yeah, no, it is Billy <laughs> Madison. Absolutely. But it's like that where you're, they're just there because that's the privilege and how they were groomed, whether they care about it or not. Like they don't care. Matt, Matt Gates obviously doesn't care about the country or his constituents or anything like that. He cares about getting more money, getting laid and partying because mm-hmm. he's important and that's what he can get away with. Okay, he's horrible. End rant. He's horrible. All right. Yay! We got to do better. We got to vote better people into office, guys. But this is why local, you know, we talk about this all the time. This is why you have to vote in your local elections because this is where it starts. You know, it really does matter, and this is what happens if you're not paying attention to your local races. And And don't vote for fuckers just because they're a goddamn professional wrestler, you assholes. Well. Come on. But we also like him because he's not a politician. Oh, And then there was silence. (laughs) Get out, Katrina. You're fired. (laughs) All right. We're going to end it on that sour note. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I've been assured my jokes are hilarious. They are so hilarious. You actually are funny, Mitchell. Yeah. To some people sometimes i think you're funny um well that's okay. all that matters <laughs> you can find us at that other you can find us on facebook you can find us at that other f-word pod on instagram and you can remember katrina my gates is a dick <laughs> so is that idiot from oklahoma <laughs> Feminism isn't a bad word.
you got there? <laughs> I'm always at the worst.